who started the fire. Yes, the fire rises. Welcome back to Fuel on the Fire. We like to break down our opinions on NFL matters, but first we have to talk about something that transcends more than just sports itself. Yeah. We have to talk about Kobe and yeah. the tragedy, him and his daughter and other people in that helicopter crash. It's just terrible, but Kobe was a part of every sport it seemed like and everywhere he went he had people just he was a magnet and whether it was a celebrity or just regular joes like you and i yeah you kind of looked up to kobe no matter what you did i mean i've got more than one anecdote and story to tell but this kind of hit the nail on the head for me he was so big that even my mom texted me today and asked me about what was going on and how if I'd heard everything about Kobe Bryant. I don't remember ever talking about basketball with her. So yeah. <laughs> that should tell you right there how big this news was. Yeah, obviously it's, it's sad all around. I mean, like him on or hate him on the court, he was – a fantastic, outstanding, one of the best basketball players we've ever seen. And I think it hits me a little harder than I thought I would realize because basically this is all my teen years that you know, I, I got, I got Michael before him and, you know, I like Michael cause we live somewhat close to Chicago sure. and all that, but like, then it was Kobe and then LeBron after it's like Kobe was my not my life. I didn't really like the Lakers, but it was just, he was the best at the time when I was going through my prime of life. And so it kind of hits hard. It, it hurts, hits even more when you hear that there's 13 year olds on the helicopter. It's that, that to me and being a father, I know you can attest oh, to yeah. this as well. It's, it is really difficult to hear that kind of thing and to know what the mom and the other siblings are going through at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, Hard to swallow. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I don't want to use the word funny, but it, it struck me, it struck a chord in me because, you know, we have a friend, Joe, who's a giant Lakers fan, giant Kobe fan. That was, yeah. that was his guy. You and him both sent me messages at the same exact time going, oh my God, no, not Kobe. And I was like, wait, what happened? I was in the store just picking up some odds and ends. And I'm like, um, this can't be good. Yeah. And, uh, of course, then we heard the, the tragic news and the following news that his daughter was in there. And, yeah, it, it hit really hard. I have a 13-year-old. So when I yeah. hear a 13-year-old passed in the tra crash, that, yeah. And that's probably why my mom ended up texting me because I'm not that much younger than Kobe. And I've got a 13-year-old. So it's like, okay, let's just, you know, hug your loved ones and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And, be thankful for who you've got in your life. All those good things. Um, He's like, you know, sounds like he was a great, great father. Yeah. And I got to put that on him. Like he's, to me, 
there was moments in time where it seemed like maybe he wasn't the best of persons, but he turned he turned that around real quick. And the last few years, especially not playing basketball, shows you exactly who he was as a person. And I I have to commend him for that, and I I respect him for that. You know that is uh, one of the harder things that's gonna be in the sports world for some time. I can't imagine something like this will happen to another extremely um, high up there. Yeah, a legendary player. I mean, yeah. I heard so much about Kobe anytime we talk basketball in my friend group, yep. and I was so sick of hearing about Kobe because I hated the Lakers, except for the years that Shaq was there. But I was on Shaq's side in the Shaq versus Kobe debate. So, I mean, I was like, <laughs> I just shut up about Kobe. I don't want to hear about him anymore. But then I realized he was a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> and I started to hate him less and less as a Laker. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, he's not so bad. And I'm just going to play some audio of Kobe Bryant watching the Super Bowl that the Eagles won. So there you have it. That was pretty much my exact reaction when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So for me to see him just act like I did when my favorite team was like, oh my, he is, he's, he's just a a guy that loves watching these sports just like we do. Obviously he ended up with a better athletic uh, talent and uh, made a lot more (laughs) money, but he really truly did have and see like the little things. And he was such a leader um, towards, you know, the back half of his career that everybody looked up to him. And I will probably end myself with any uh, Kobe anecdotes with this one on my way home, I was listening to Sirius XM and yep. uh, it was mad dog, Christopher Russo. They've been doing it on all the ch- channels, people calling in and giving, you know, their stories about Kobe. And they had a guy, uh, Earl from Austin, Texas calls in and he's talking about how Kobe was such a great leader and a, amazing work ethic and all this kind of stuff. And then he casually threw in there. He's like, as a former hall of famer, I understand where this work ethic comes in. And Russo was like, are you talking about Kobe as a former? I mean, he's not in the hall of fame. What are you talking? It was Earl Campbell that called in. It's just, I'm (laughs) Earl from Austin, Texas. And then he's just talking like a normal dude. Like I'm just a guy from Texas. And uh, I was at this thing with uh, Rudy Tom Jonovich and Hakeem Olajuwon and Nolan Ryan was there and we were doing this. And then we got the news broken to us and Rudy, you know, was just, he broke down in tears at the news and all this kind of stuff. I was like, that is the weirdest conversation that I have heard, but it kind of put everything into perspective too. Like no matter who you were, no matter what sport you've liked, no matter what 
profession you were, those guys, you and I, we all had the same reaction. This yeah. sucks. It was way too early. Yeah, but no doubt. we were all lucky to be able to watch him, whether you liked him or not, whether he killed your teams, if you were a Spurs fan uh, or you know somebody like that. You got to see an amazing career, and he put his mark on the sport like almost no other. And I want to kind of put this into a little comparison, and I don't want to you know mock uh, Kobe at all in any facet, but this is not at all a mockery. But it, it'd be in comparison to the football world. Like, I, I don't like Tom Brady at all. Like, I don't like him as a football player. But if this would have happened to him – it would be devastating to me. And that's weird for people to say, cause I'm a Jets fan and you know, better than anyone, I can't stand the guy, but this, if you couldn't stand Kobe Bryant, it, 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 it gave you a gut punch. And I think almost everybody, there's a very few dumb people out there that say bad things about Kobe still to this day where it's, it's terrible and they need to be, slapped in the face and say, what are you talking about? But there's nothing worse than somebody passing away in that facet, especially when you, when you know this player was one of the best of all time. And And, and he wasn't leaving the sport of basketball. He was still super involved and he was at games and uh, his daughter was going to be, was wanting to be in the WNBA. She was, that was her goal, her dream. Mm -hmm. And that, got cut short. I mean, there's just so many things about this, about this man and the life he lived and the, the, the children he was bringing up. That's just, it's, it's a complete and utter tragedy. And I would feel the same way about somebody I cannot stand in Tom Brady. And with Kobe, it's, it, I'd never really disliked him to the certain extent. I mean, I didn't really care at, at the moment, but I, I, it, it hits me harder than I, I thought it would. If I, I never really thought about it, I guess, but yeah. I didn't think that, something like this would make a impact on me, make me feel like, wow, I lost somebody close to my life. I didn't, he, I didn't know him personally, but that's just kind of how it made you feel when you heard about the news. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Like I said, it transcended sports in general and just, it, it was a eye opening or awakening for people we can talk about this in a positive light to be yeah. glad uh, that you've got people in your life and yes. things of that nature. So as tragic as it is, fortunately his family will be taken care of. It's not like they're you know going right. to go without after his passing. Unfortunately, they just they won't have uh, their father and sister to do it the rest of the way, and obviously that sucks. So... Uh, and there's really no amount of money. No, of course not. To make up for that, but at least it's something. So we can at least be somewhat happy in that situation. But yeah, yeah. it's just, it sucks all around and there's no getting past it. So, <laughs> it uh, yep. R.A.P. Kobe, thoughts and prayers go out to right. his family, friends, and uh, all the victims in the plane crash. But. We do have a little bit of NFL stuff to talk about. We'll do a couple little news items, and then we'll kind of go on the lighter side, but we'll make it a little serious as well. Tom has no idea what I'm talking about yet. I love to keep him in the dark on some of these things. Um, Just a couple of quick things. Uh, 
the Chargers say they have moved on from Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's already moved out. He knows he's not going to be a Charger anymore. Yeah. The, the instant take is that he's going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I don't know why they would do that because it's not like they're a title contender. No. Why wouldn't you rather have the younger version of Philip Rivers in Jameis Winston? <laughs> uh yeah i don't know if i'm gonna agree with that but yeah i just don't it doesn't make sense for the bucks i don't see any reason for them to sign somebody who isn't superb I, let's face it i think he's a good quarterback but unless you're a superb quarterback you're not taking the bucks to the playoffs i'm sorry it's just not gonna happen nope um yeah <laughs> all right george kittle <laughs> okay. This guy uh, is quoted as saying, "As soon as we come back in from warmups, I go puke every game, and as soon <laughs> as we're walking out, I put my helmet on and headbutt a wall as hard as I can." Wow. Um. So that's something to watch for at the beginning of the Super Bowl. Maybe there'll be a prop <laughs> bet. Will George Kittle make it out of the tumble, tunnel without a concussion? <laughs> <laughs> without a tumble. Without, without a tumble. tumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That does not sound like a very healthy pregame routine, but who am I to say he's one of the top tight ends in the game? They should, yeah, that's very true. Uh, they should definitely have a camera on him during this, and then the refs have to come over and be like, we got to take you under concussion protocol. I'm sorry, you can't start the game. So maybe get you under the tent. Maybe he's one of those guys that think – they play better after they've um, had an Get incident. Some people think they play better poker when they're high or drunk. Um, some people, <laughs> you know, think maybe they need to be under the influence of something or have their head swimming in order to play like they normally play. I don't you know, know I what's going through his head. True for some people, <laughs> it I, is. I know some people that just complete their berserk when they play poker and whatnot if they were a little calmer and just whatever giddy about some things they would probably be a better poker player or cards player <laughs> board game player whatever it is but yeah i could see some of that actually being true all right well um i've got one more news item that i am loading up right now i'm not 100 percent sure how much of this is accurate um, but the title was Kareem Hunt Bombshell Police Video, Open Vodka Container and Drug Confession. And here's some quotes from the uh, article. You had a good second part of the year, the officer says. You don't want to screw that up over some weed. Uh, the two went back and forth over who the weed belonged to, but ultimately Hunt admitted to the officer he'd fail an NFL drug test if one were administered to him at the time. Look at the Ravens running back. What happened to him? Rice. I mean, dude, I'm shocked that you got a second chance. That was from the officer. Okay. First of all, it was a little <laughs> different with Rice. Rice yes. flat out punched the girl, and we all saw it. Like, it was brutal. Second, I'm not making any, any. Uh, well, I don't know what the word is. I'm not justifying Hunt's actions at all. Uh, it wasn't right, and we know that. But yeah, he, what is his problem right now? Just let thing. If you get caught, you get caught. Just let it go. At, huh. at this point, you sh you shouldn't be doing it in the first place, and you know that. But that's that's life. I don't know. There's just it's really difficult to have 
uh, empathy and sympathy for players that just don't follow the rules of your workplace. I can't do some things, not that I would begin with. I can't do some things because of my workplace says you can't do these things. And that's the same thing with the NFL. You, you have to follow the rules. And if you don't, you get caught. That's that's life. I'm sorry. Uh, that's just my opinion on it, though, I guess. Well, here you go. Here is another quote from the video. Kareem Hunt says, should be playing for a freaking Super Bowl right now. It hurts my soul. You don't understand. I've been fighting a lot of shit lately, man. It still hurts me to this day. I love Cleveland. I love the Browns, but you don't understand. I'm just the worst person in the world sometimes, I guess, and I don't even do nothing. Try to help people. I I don't I'm know sorry. what to say, but he sounds like he is drinking himself stupid because of the other dumb thing that he did that would Uh-oh. have let him play in the Super Bowl. You know, it's just he can't get out okay. of his own way. That's it. I don't yeah. know. But so yeah, Kareem Hunt, um probably not gonna draft him next year if this is gonna keep <laughs> well, up. So <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of all this. Yes, so. I just I just looked at I uh, reloaded my news page and that popped up. I'm like, oh well, I guess I need to talk about that real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be interesting going forward. I don't know what to do with that right now at this moment, but uh, it's going to be hard to say that he's going to be playing or drafted to where he might be worth it if he wasn't doing the things he's doing at the moment. Yep. All right. Last thing that I'll segue into the very last thing, if that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) Emmanuel Sanders uh, was asked about rejoining the Steelers. He says, I would love that, but me and Ben don't have the best relationship. I believe that bridge is burnt. Ben was a jerk, and a lot of people didn't know that. I said, who the heck is this dude? So I grew to not like him, but just to deal with him. Wow. Which leads me to... (laughs) And now, it's time for Twat. This week's Antonio Troubles. Oh my goodness. This is going to be a summary of everything that Mr. Big Chest himself has done since we started the twat and uh it's a long list so i'm going to kind of speed through this list and uh yeah i I i'm back (laughs) you're here (laughs) yeah i think that might have been partially me on that one so uh no biggie no biggie but here we go i'm going down the list of everything that antonio brown has done since we started this segment which will lead us in to his last thing, which, again, we have said all along the way, or at least partway in, we've been saying this guy needs to get some help. So here we go. Updated list for all of Antonio's troubles. First thing he did, live-streamed Mike Tomlin's locker room speech. That's just kind of, eh. That's okay. Drove 100 down McKnight Road in Pittsburgh, which has a 45-mile-an-hour speed limit. All right. That's a mistake. Trashed a condo and threw furniture out a window, 14th floor, which almost hit some people, uh, uh, notably a child. That's a pretty big deal. Killed a home aquarium full of piranhas and refused to pay the man who installed the tank. Okay. I mean, that's not as big as the sofa furniture (laughs) stuff, but yeah. Refused to play Week 17 for the Steelers. 
Yep. Dyed his mustache blonde. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that pass. Refused okay. to pay a chef because he thought he threatened him by placing a fish head in the freezer. Uh, the fish oh head God. was saved to make a soup. Uh, it was not, you know, one of those uh, mob hit kind of things. Where, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Um, then, of course, uh, we've all seen the video and the audio of him farting on a doctor. Yeah, that's a good one. Then he demanded a trade from the Steelers, and that's where we really started uh, talking about it because that's when he became mm. Mr. Big Chest. Yes, Mr. Big Chest. Wow. Love that. And he threw a fit over Juju winning the team MVP and trashed him on social media. <laughs> then he said, no, 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 the Bills trade doesn't go through, so he did not become a member of the playoff Buffalo Bills. Yep. He showed up to Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. <laughs> he I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I, I kind of like that one. He held out and refused to show up to training camp because the NFL would not approve his helmet. Right, that was ridiculous. He tried to paint over his old helmet, hoping no one would, no- would notice. <laughs> he acquired a newer version of the same model of the helmet, which the NFL refused to let him use. Mm-hmm. He picked out a new helmet and finally showed up to the Raiders. <laughs> he got fined by the Raiders yeah. for not attending camp, tweeted the fines, Tried to fight Mike Mayock, their general manager. Called him a cracker. Had to be held back by Vontez Perfect of all people. (laughs) Then punted a football down the practice field and said, find me for that. He got fined for that. Mm -hmm. Released a video where he used audio of John Gruden, who didn't know he was being recorded, which is illegal in California. Uh, Uh, Says Gruden has said he gave permission, but the general accepted theory is that uh, he said that and hoped that it would get AB to, uh, you know, straighten up. But, yeah. Uh, then yep. he demanded his release from the Raiders. Obviously. He was released. Mm-hmm. Then we got, Grandma, I'm free. Fly like an eagle, I'm free. <laughs> <sighs> then he made a lot of crazy tweets saying stuff like, Devil is a lie, a proverb about burning down a village. Uh, just a lot of crazy tweets. Right. Yeah, he that, liked a tweet right. about Mayock getting it in the behind. Um, <laughs> oh then, after all this, he signed with the Patriots. Yes. Good job, Patriots. <laughs> then the sexual assault allegations came out, the one where he's said, getting oh. sued. <laughs> um, and the sexual harassment allegations came out where he's not getting sued. <laughs> right. Uh, he yeah. threatened the woman not suing him in a group text that included his lawyer and had a picture of her kids in the text. Uh, what? Yeah. Then he got released by the Patriots. <laughs> he went <laughs> off said, on. They said, um, <laughs> all right, I guess this one game is enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he went off on another tweet storm and said a lot of crazy stuff about a lot of people and was supportive of people sending threats to the writer of the article detailing the sexual harassment allegations. Great job there. Yeah. Then he said he was done with the NFL and went back to college (laughs) via online classes. (laughs) Then he tried to outsource his homework to Twitter. Here is a tweet. My English paper do D O. By tonight, 12 a.m., need a prof reader, make sure A's and B's, hashtag ing, E-N-G, 303. 
you ain't passing. <laughs> no, right no, no. <laughs> then he says he wants to come back to the NFL because he must have failed that paper. I don't know. Yeah, most likely, yes. He That's filed right. grievances to try and get more than $40 million from the Raiders and the Patriots. Yep. <laughs> he was ordered to show up for a deposition regarding trashing the condo was accused of reprehensible behavior during the deposition, which basically has its own thread. uh, And here is a few of the things that happened during his deposition. Uh, He arrived nearly 30 minutes late. Yeah, can't do that. He chanted over and over, as if a mantra, a narrative of his own warped concept of the proceeding, acting as if he was above the rule of law, he proceeded to make a mockery of the process. His antics were so unreasonable that barely 20 minutes into the deposition, his counsel asked for a break so they could speak with A.B. about his demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> After approximately 20, 30 minutes, Brown required another break. When the deposition resumed, Brown increased his level of obstructive behavior. At one point, he refused to answer any questions, instead saying, next question, no less than 10 times. <laughs> Soon thereafter, Brown started announcing a countdown starting at five minutes and counting down the minutes thereafter. Before noon, he left the conference room. Oh my goodness. <laughs> We're not done. Uh huh. He said the Patriots have to pay him anyway, so they might as well let him play. No. <laughs> He tweeted out about the Raiders using him for HBO ratings and the Patriots trying to steal his stuff and kept using this weird chicken-based metaphor. What? (laughs) I remember, yeah, something he was talking about, I don't know, eating chicken or I don't know what it was, but he he has his own, like, um, I don't know, (laughs) his own language, I guess, anymore. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He tried to out tried out for the Saints and brought an entourage and film crew to shoot a music video with him when specifically yeah. told not to do that. Mm-hmm. He called out Robert Kraft for his rub and tug massage session in Florida. Yeah. Started training yeah. for a boxing match with Logan Paul. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that one. Um then he had a slogan that he was using, No More White Women 2020. What? I don't know. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> one. That's the, interesting. The attorney representing him in the suit involving the condo quit. He used a bunch of slurs and profane language toward cops in an Instagram video he posted that we talked about a couple of weeks back. Uh, I did mm-hmm. not play it because yeah, it was, was just a tirade. Uh, let's see, a police youth football league cut ties with him and returned a donation after the release of the video saying there was an irreparable rift between the department and AB. Mm -hmm. He got dropped by his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, (laughs) though he did say, I am not going to represent this client unless he gets some help. So maybe that was kind of the start of this ball rolling in the right direction. Maybe. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. He needs help. Well, after that, he was involved in a dispute with movers at his home where he allegedly threw rocks at the movers and moving vans. Uh, He was under investigation for battery by the police. His trainer was arrested. He was still a suspect in the battery case. A warrant was issued for A.B. A.B. turned himself in to Broward County Jail 
and he was wearing a suit that was a very, very light blue that had what looks to be a sequin, or maybe it's just a bunch of buttons of a arrow through a heart under his left breast pocket. <clears throat> I do not know. Can uh, is there more? No, no, no. That that's okay. that's what we got now. <laughs> I'm, the list is finally done. <laughs> Can somebody please just do some kind of intervention with him? Like. I don't know where this is going to go, but it can't get better without somebody else helping him. He's not going to be able to fix this himself. No, he turned himself in. He's got a fairly large bond and everything. So hopefully, I think it probably would be mandatory for him to go through some psych evaluation uh, while he's in there. And hopefully he can finally talk to somebody about what's going on instead of just shout the same things over and over at people. I, I don't uh, even know what to say I, anymore. I, I wouldn't want to be the doctor. I, I, cause I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I can't understand it. I, I mean, I've never gone through, you know, the 12 years of being a doctor and in, in, right. in college. So I wouldn't have any idea what to do there, but I, I hope somebody with professional skills can do something with him because he needs help. And I really want him to get better. I, what we saw out of him the first few years was a perfectly normal person. At least that's what we saw. And I would hope that that's what it was at that time. I would, I hope he gets back to that. At least if he's still messed up, at least maybe he's not bursting it out. I mean, he understands that he, that needs to be private. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Um, that's, I just want him to get help because there's something going on that nobody, nobody's like this. I, and there's not a single person in the world that is that crazy. <laughs> like, it's just, it's nuts. And well, he thinks he's perfectly fine. There's, there's nothing yeah. wrong with him. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, he needs a reality check. But, hey, man, you're a little nuts. Yeah, a little And you bit. need some help. So hopefully he's where he needs to be and he's getting some help. Um, I did the rundown this week hoping that this will be the last time that we ever have to have our twat episodes. <laughs> because now I, I see you got the music going. Yeah. And that's okay. But I just wanted to go real quick and if you want to cut the music off. No, no, no. We got we got plenty of music keep on going. Okay. Um Eli Manning, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Oh God, are we really gonna do this? <laughs> I, I have a point. All right. I want to know what you think. I don't think he is an actual Hall of Famer. I Just in stats alone and what he did for his team over the years, I don't believe that if he weren't a Manning, he would not be considered a Hall of Famer. I completely agree with you there. 100%. He's going to the Hall of Fame because of his last name, and he's got two Super Bowls. That's it. Yeah. Now... I ask you another question. Do you mm. think Ben Roethlisberger is a more of a regular Hall of Famer, get rid of Eli Manning's name, than Eli Manning? Oh boy, no, not really. I mean, he's I do. kind of. I do because his record is way better, way better than Eli Manning's. If I'm looking at Eli Manning, just his stats, his record, and if I get rid of them Super Bowls, he's not even close. Right, not that's even true. Close. I guess on record alone, yeah, you've got me there. I just think that because of 
Ben's attitude and the stuff that's been coming out oh, about him lately, then he yeah. is just as much of a non-Hall of Famer as Eli in my mind. But they'll both probably end up making it. I would assume uh, uh, Roethlisberger's won two. He's been to three. I know he lost the Packers. Right. So I know he's got three. But Eli's only won the two, which, hey, for just beating the Patriots, right. you're in. <laughs> That's I, fine. I, That's I'll, good I'll enough. let it happen. <laughs> I know it's going to happen, so we're just going to have to deal with it. But, yep. yeah, if it were, if he had a different last name, he might be singing a different tune. Agreed. So we've been singing this tune for a couple of minutes now. Um, <laughs> that's it for us. Again, R.I.P. Kobe. Hopefully AB's yep. getting the help he needs. Hopefully yep. some positivity can come out of this in the end, and uh, we can all look forward to some better times in the future. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, I'm not sure about you, but I might be on here in a few minutes to play some games. We'll see. I all might right. be. I don't know. All right. Well, again, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, be good. Go hug your kids and your family. Yeah. <laughs>